What's up, everybody? It's another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolski. To my right, Corey with K on the ones and twos. And to my left, across the table, my main man, DG. DG, what is happening? Mr. Roll, Mr. Roll. I got a little something different for you today, DG. And it, I mean... I'm here. It's it's Wednesday night down here. It's a little something different. We usually record on Fridays. But we're here. We're here on a Wednesday. We're in midweek. We're looking, we're looking forward to the weekend. I got a little something for you. Corth K, go ahead and play it. Hmm. Okay. You know, if this don't get you ready for something, you know, get the vibe up. Yeah. You know, if I'm driving to work on Thursday morning and this starts, I'm going to turn it up a little bit in my car. I might start bobbing my head. Yeah. I might start dancing a little bit. It might yeah. it might get me in the right mind state to go in uh-huh. and work. Or don't call it a comeback. Or I might be sitting in my little boring ass cubicle at home. Or not home. Oh yeah, I might be working at home. Or I could be working in the office. It don't matter. Stand up. Stand up. Move them feet. Shake that ass a little bit. And if your coworkers come over and say something to you, say hey. It's a sip and serve podcast. On a Thursday. You ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. Just wanted to, I just wanted to get the energy up in the room. That's all I wanted to do. First things first, I want to rebound off last week's episode. We had a big episode. Cam was in here. He he brought us some chicken. We had the chicken draft. We had a great time talking Yeah, how about, did I do in that, by the way? I'm off social media. I'm, get, so. I'm getting... You want to tell anybody why you're off social media? Oh, it's just in case lint. somebody wants to try to get a hold of you. It's just Lent. Lent season. Okay. So if you're trying to get a hold of DG on socials, don't even bother. Don't even bother. Not till after Easter Sunday. And if you don't have his cell phone number, don't bother. He don't want to talk to you anyway. First things first, I'm going to rebound off what you just said. Um, during our draft, you said that the chicken burrito was a more popular Mexican dish than the chicken quesadilla. Correct. I said it, and I stand by it. Okay. Well, the results are in the Sip and Serve podcast. Listeners have spoken. Twitter poll, we had 20 total nine votes in 24 hours. 86% quesadilla, 14% chicken burrito. Facebook says 17 votes for quesadilla, three for the chicken burrito. Sounds like you lost that argument, DG. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are on Twitter, 14%, you're my people. Facebook, three votes, you are my people. And my wife already knows she's one of my people. So whoever the other two were... (laughs) You are my people. I was going to say, your wife may or may not have been one of the people that voted for you. Yeah, she told me she voted for me, so I appreciate that, dear. Um, that's all love. Yeah, that's what that is. And I guarantee you, she's a, she's a chicken quesadilla fan. Right. She prefers a good chicken quesadilla over a chicken burrito. She's that type. Okay. All right. Well, I don't blame her. So do I. I suck at these drafts, man. I suck at all of them. Well, I'm going to branch right into that because we opened up our hotline to text messages. Oh, boy. We posted on all of our socials. You guys can now text us at 740-720-3537. We had two text messages come in for this episode, so here they are. First one is from Marty. DG, you really went with a chicken burrito? And not just that, you took it in the second round? What's yeah. your answer to Marty? Yeah, yeah, Marty. I hate to let you down, but uh, I just had a complete mental... Just block during the draft. I uh, I talked about it during the draft. I'll talk about it again. I just 
completely with this with the uh, with that pick. I forgot completely about chicken nuggets. I forgot about uh, buffalo chicken dip. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff I forgot about. I forgot about chicken quesadilla. Right. I think when I was coming up with my list, I thought, well, I got to get something Mexican on here that has chicken in it. And chicken burrito was the first thing that came to mind because you get a you get a tumbleweed. The best thing on the menu is the chicken burrito deluxe, queso style. But that was a little short sighted of me because I forgot how good the the chicken quesadillas are at Taco Bell. Right, you could have those as a they're so versatile. I think I talked about it in our fast food draft. Yep. I took the, I took the damn chicken quesadilla in the fast food draft. I think you might have took it one. <laughs> I might have because <laughs> it's great as an appetizer. Wet your whistle, okay? Get your metabolism kick-started. You get two or three of them as an entree, and it's a great way to top off a quesarito. So versatile. So versatile. Long story short, Marty, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I let you down a lot. Of, I let a lot of people down. Well, DG, he might not be the only person you let down last week. That leads us right into our second text message. This one's from Kyle. DG, Do you prepare for these drafts? I can't tell if you do or not after these last two drafts. They have been downright awful. Thank you, Kyle. That's all you want to say. That's all I got to say. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you for your... uh for your input. Well, we did we did say on the text you can send in anything you want. A complaint, you know, if you want to call us out. It sounds like we got two people calling you out here. So they're, they're doing their jobs. Yeah. We're doing what they asked them to I'm, do. I'm happy. I'm happy they're contributing. So that goes out to all the rest of the listeners. Texas I got to step my shit up, man. Yeah, you're you're getting pounded in these drafts. So I do have the results of the chicken, chicken draft coming in tied for last. We got DG. I tied? And Cam. You didn't get last. Oh, man. You guys tied That's for a last. Win. That's pretty much a win. <laughs> That's a win. Um, coming in second, Corey with a K. He beat you by, I believe, one or two votes. So it was really close between the three of you. And I came in with a whopping, I think I beat Corey with a K by uh, looks, looking like almost 24 votes or so. Yeah, everybody's going to kiss your ass. You're the head of the podcast. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I told you guys. I tried to warn you during the draft. I said, hey, boys, this thing might be over after the third round. I just think it was the chicken wings. I mean, that's just the number one pick. We just took it away. I mean, fried chicken, you can have chicken wings, but the it's just the, the chicken wing. Give I me think. your list again. You had chicken Dominated. wings. You had chicken Alfredo. Did you have you had buffalo chicken dip? Buffalo chicken oh, dip. See. Chicken wrap, grilled chicken breast off a grill. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah. So anyway, that, those are the finals. Thanks everybody for voting. Uh, we got another draft coming up soon, so we'll be doing the same thing. I know you guys all like that. I know we like doing it. It's probably one of our favorite things to do here on the podcast. So we're going to keep doing it for you guys. And we also had a message on Facebook this week, fellas. Someone recommended another piece of chicken for us. Oh, it's coming out. I'm not sure it's out yet. I'm not sure it's out yet, but it's coming. You know, beginning of March, I believe. March first. It's debuting at Taco Bell. DG. It's called the, of course, okay, Chipotle yeah. chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's just a, they're making a sandwich. They're jumping on the trend of uh, um, Chick-fil-A. And actually, on my way here, I texted you guys. I stopped at McDonald's for a quick bite because I was running out of time. I was working on my way here to record. Stopped by McDonald's, and I had to try the spicy 
crispy chicken sandwich from McDonald's. It's good. It was, I mentioned it before on the pod. It was coming out in the middle yeah. of February. So yeah. it's out. Corey K says he loves it. He said it was a 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it, it's a little spicy. I mean, a lot of other chicken just got a little hint of spice. This thing has the breaded it's spicy, and then they put buffalo on the top of and it. And I asked, also asked him, is it better than Wendy's? He says he believes so. I do, I do believe it. And it, it even comes in, like, the bags of a Chick-fil-A. So they're kind of, like, in those plastic already kind of steamed bags. So, man, they're, it was good on the way here. No free ads, but guys, go check out McDonald's new sandwich. Corey K approves of it. Speaking of new sandwiches, real quick. I was going to, okay, go ahead. I was going to ask you about that. Would you, your Taco Bell is one of your favorite fast food restaurants. Yeah. They're coming out with basically a big old chicken strip, and it's like tucked in bread, but it looks like a taco, and it's got Chipotle sauce on it and melted cheese on top. I mean, it I'll, looks pretty damn good. They make it, I'll eat it. I know you will. If they make it, but I'll I, eat I just it. wanted to warn you. I mean, Taco Bell is coming with something fresh March 1st. That's probably a decent amount of protein. Okay. So with, what, what were you with going? a lot of other bad stuff. But uh, have you ever heard of, it's on the secret menu at Arby's. You know what I'm about to say? You no, heard about go, this? Go, go right ahead. Yeah. The Meat Mountain Sandwich. Yes. Have not. The Meat Mountain. I'm going to show you a picture. I've seen one in person. They're huge. Shit, I couldn't eat that in three days, DG. This thing looks like yeah. it's stacked, ro- of course, roast beef. Don't you know I'm trying to stay yeah. in shape over here? It looks like some kind of... Uh, um, Maybe like it's got chicken, some kind of salami, beef, salami, some kind uh, of lunch meat. It's got the stuff. It's got an onion ring on there too. Yeah, I think it's even got a cheese stick. It's got it's got a. Uh, so you guys want me to fall over on the treadmill? It's got a couple pieces of grilled or a uh, couple two chicken tenders on the bottom. Yeah, trying too. to set me up with like three different slices of cheese layered throughout. Whew! I can't handle that. That's, that's a just, lot of that's meat. That's just too much. Have there, you tried it? I haven't. I haven't. I saw. Uh, I came across it. Some uh, I think it's probably like twenty bucks. Arby's is expensive. Yeah, it was like fifteen. I had a coworker try it for lunch one time, probably three, four years ago. Four years huge. ago, I just now heard about no, this. It, I never even knew it existed. They advertised it a while ago, but it's it, it's it's pretty big. Well, DG steer clear of it. They have the meats. Steer clear of it. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about. Going back to the last podcast, we were supposed to get twenty inches of snow. Just real quick, I want to get DG's thoughts on his prediction. Are you just like all the other meteorologists that are on TV that really don't know what they're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, let's just keep shitting on DG this episode. <laughs> That's what they said. I, I don't look at the models. Who who did you listen to? A friend of a, of a work friend of mine. <laughs> Basically just said, hey, DG, you know, we're getting 20 inches. Basically, one of my coworkers was like, hey. You hear, you hear about next week? This was two weeks ago. Hey, you hear about next week? 20 inches of snow total. So that was my source when I told you that I had a source. So you trusted your source enough to get me all worked up on the podcast. Yeah, hey, I was worked up too. I was excited about it. I wasn't excited. I was. I'm sorry you hate snow, all right? It's all right. I'm sorry you hate children and you hate people that frolic in the snow. It's just because you don't want to take your side-by-side out and get froze all froze up. <laughs> yeah, like that's the only reason. I don't have to drive to work in or nothing. No. Oh, okay. you know what? Sack up. Wake up a half hour earlier. You'd be, you'd be all right. Try an hour and a half earlier. But anyway, this week we wanted to talk about some trending topics throughout the week because we, we usually don't record on Wednesdays. We're usually, you know, almost a week behind. So 
Wednesday night. Here we are. We got some trending topics for the week. DG, did you hear about the uh, Alaskan woman using that house that was attacked by a bear? No, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that that one. Well, I mean, all this snow talk. And let's go up to Alaska for a minute. Sure. So this chick, she was out with family and friends at a cabin. She had to take a shit. So she walked out to that house to use the restroom. And this, these are exact words from the article. I got out there and sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. I jumped, I screamed, and I ran as soon as it happened. And then it says her brother heard the screaming and went out to the house about 150 feet away from the cabin. There he found Shannon tending to her wound laying in the snow. They at first thought she had been bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small because it was a small cut. I just shut the lid as soon as I, as fast as I could as soon as I sat down. There's a bear down there, she said. We got to get out of here now. And they took off running back to the cabin. There was a bear at the bottom of this owlhouse. I would say trying to stay warm or hibernate. Don't bears hibernate in the winter? Most, I believe, yeah. That's what they taught us in fifth grade science. And then, you know, a few days later, they went back out there. And they seen the bear tracks, like he had got up and left, because he, he must have got scared when he got pooped on. Well, she said she had just sat down. Yeah, you're right. She didn't finish, right. Right? Right. I'm thinking the bear looked up. First of all, who uses outhouses anymore? That's a great question. I was hoping you'd bring that up. Where the hell is the indoor plumbing? <laughs> this I mean, is, this I, is the 21st century. I guess they're in a cabin out in the middle of nowhere in Alaska. They probably just got a wood stove. Maybe. Probably don't even have electric. You probably just use candles and lanterns. Maybe. But, you know, when uh, the bear looked up and saw saw her sitting down on the seat, I mean, maybe he thought it was just a muffin. He took a swipe and realized then <laughs> really? the, muff, the muffin right. ran away. He goes, I don't know what that was. I got to get the hell out of here. So anyway, I mean, I thought that was a good story for the podcast. I mean, if, we had a bear attack in Alaska. Yeah. How about this? Put yourself in her shoes. You sit down and something gets you. I what, what do you what do you assume it is? Um, you know, probably what they thought—a squirrel or something. Something small. Yeah, maybe a snake. Oh, I don't know. Not a bear though. No, I don't think it's a bear. <laughs> they said when they went back, there's bear tracks, and you could see behind it. It was facing the woods. Yeah. The, the back end of that house, it had a hole underneath it where that bear dug it out and got in, got in it. Hmm. Weird. You know. You know, if I if I really got a shit, I don't care the circumstance. I'm gonna check the I'm gonna check the toilet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before I sit down, I'm gonna make sure we got you know it's clear down here. We're that's, ready. We're ready. We're ready to let loose. That's a primal instinct, you know. Check your surroundings, make sure you're safe, and then squat. Right. So I also got this story. I was driving to work. I think it might have even been last Friday. I heard this, but. This plane was leaving from Atlanta, and this guy, I don't know if he was on something, but he just started going crazy, man. They said that he tried to, he was running up and down the aisles trying to open up the emergency doors, screaming his head off. He went all the way to the front and started beating on the cabin door to get to the pilots. I mean, this whole plane was like in panic, didn't know what this guy was doing. He was knocking down the stewardess and everything. Then, these two cops were on board. One was off duty, another was like an air marshal. And they, they subdued him. They got him on the ground. They, uh, not handcuffed. They, uh, 
The zip ties. The zip ties, right. Zip tied. They zip tied his hands behind his back and then buckled him in his seatbelt in the front row and they sat beside him. They, the passenger got interviewed when they got off the plane and said, this guy did not stop screaming. Like, he's going, I'm going to kill you all. I'm, going, I'm, going, uh, I'm doing this. I'm, like, just going crazy. Like, he was just nuts. He was on something. He was freaking out, trying to open up the doors. If you were flying on that airplane, what would be your first thought if you seen the guy that was sitting beside you on that plane get up and try to open up the doors, screaming his head off? Well, I mean, at first it would be panic. Uh, but after watching him push and pry on those doors for a little while and then the door's not opening, I mean, it's it's like impossible to open those when you're in the air. That's what they said. Right. Investigators said he was never getting that door open. Yeah. So that wouldn't have been a concern of mine at that point it's okay this guy's had some kind of psychotic break he's going crazy he's still a threat to the safety of the people on the plane like what else is he going to do is he going to grab somebody's you know knife off of their uh off of their like uh in-flight meal tray and try to attack people with it so that would be my neck my next thing but it sounds like they were probably on him by that point like they probably dragged dragged him to the ground while he was still trying to get the door open, but the fact that he's strapped in and he's still screaming like something mentally was was wrong. Something was going on with that guy, yeah. And so that's terrifying to watch something like that if you never have. Like, I mean, I've been in New York City a couple of times. I see I've, I've seen some crazy people on the streets. I mean, it's it ain't like Chillicothe. <laughs> it's... <laughs> You you don't see that kind of thing around here, yeah. So it's hard not to stare. The rats, oh man, rats as big as cats, <laughs> as big as cats. Yeah, how, Corey with a K knows he's been there. Oh yeah, you I've seen, seen a couple of them. How, see, yeah. yeah, how are the public restrooms down there? Couldn't tell you. Never went. Really? I think on the episode we talked about the top five worst places to take a shit. You, I, yeah. I said a New York City subway station. Yeah, that's what you said for one of them. Yeah, that's why I was kind of asking, dude. I would rather. I thought I remembered you say that. I pissed my pants before I used one of those yeah. places. You don't know what you're going to see when you walk into one of them. I know you like food, DG. What gives you that impression? Do you do you happen to have any uh, kind of membership to them food services nowadays? The only one I had was Freshly, and I don't have it anymore. I had a Freshly subscription. Okay, so what exactly? If no, if these people out here listening don't know what exactly was freshly, it's like it's the lazy person's food subscription. Um, basically, you go on their website, you sign up for like four or five different meals. They're just frozen meals, but they get delivered to your house weekly, same day every week. And then you eat on them throughout the week, and then they ship them again. That's it, though. Like I said, we're not on it anymore. So I've, they, been, I've been cooking a lot more. They, they just uh, ship you the ingredients, right? No. No, not these. This this one was just the frozen meal. Everything's oh, prepared. Okay. You pop it in the microwave for three minutes and you eat. Gotcha. So these other these other places have like the ingredients. Yeah, HelloFresh. That's one. There's a couple others, but yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Speaking of HelloFresh, I got a tweet to read you from one of their customers. Hey, HelloFresh UK. I'll keep it simple. Why have I received someone's bottled up piss as part of my order? Look forward to your response on this one. Oh. 
I got I got some. A meal delivery service was forced to apologize Sunday after a customer received what appeared to be a bottle of urine with their order. The unwanted ingredient, which apparently arrived in an empty plastic Coca-Cola bottle, was included in a HelloFresh meal kit delivered to an address in the UK. When other Twitter users speculated that the bottle was full of apple juice, McManus offered to return the bottle to HelloFresh. I'll send it to you, and you can have a whiff in your own case. Don't be skeptical. So, this guy gets a bottle of piss in his HelloFresh box. Later on down... So it was a guy that received this. Okay. And later on in the article, I didn't read it because it was all the way down. His HelloFresh box was partly opened when he received it. When he got it off his doorstep, it was kind of opened a little bit. Opens it up, finds a Coca-Cola bottle full of piss. There's several different ways this could have got in there. Accidentally? Maybe? From the warehouse? I don't know. The worker inside the warehouse just left it, you know, left it sitting there. I and find someone... that hard to believe it was an accident. I, I mean, who who pisses in Coke bottles and just leaves it laying around? And then, <laughs> and then, who working on some assembly line somewhere says, they just, just accidentally, accidentally knocks it in the box. New type of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that was intentional, man. So you're thinking it was the delivery driver, the oh, well, UPS driver, or whoever, Amazon. I don't it, know who it delivered could have it. Been, it could have been the guy working at the factory that puts the HelloFresh kits together. Mm-hmm. He, it could have been him. It could have been somebody in the in the shipping department of that company, or it could be the delivery driver. I mean, I would be anxious to see. I want to see the guy's face when he cracked open the bottle. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if the the, the guy that delivered it, you know, it says HelloFresh on the outside. Yeah. You know, maybe he was in his truck too long, didn't have time to stop and take a whiz. So, you know, he just, he slips it in the box and sneaks around to a side window and just is sitting there waiting on this guy to open it to see what he does. Uh, I got another scenario for you. What if it was, what if this it was a guy maybe like guessing mid twenties? Like, what if it was a friend? Friend knew that he was doing Hello Fresh and knew that he what day he got a deliver maybe and, or a neighbor that a pissed off neighbor or something like that. That could be. And it's yeah. just sitting on the front door. Buddy guy, went over guy has a Coke bottle, just has to go, relieve himself, it throws it in there, in there and what are laughs. The, what are the chances this guy, I don't know anything about him, what are the chances he just planted it and he's playing it off to try to score some yeah. score some settlement money or something? <sighs> could be. Could yeah. be. I mean, could be. Huh? Later in the article, HelloFresh said they're taking care of it. I mean, they've offered this guy some, you know. Free HelloFresh forever. Or, you know, maybe a little cash settlement. You never know. Yeah. Especially with them kind of companies. I mean, HelloFresh is popular all around the world. That's probably the most popular one that I know of. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I mean, I don't really, I what's can't, that? I can't Blue even. Blue Apron? Yeah, see, I wouldn't even have thought of that off the top of my head. I just heard podcasts, you know, talking about on podcasts and shit, but. Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Uh, while we're talking about current events. Rolski, I texted you a while back, and you probably don't even remember it, and we didn't definitely didn't talk about this off air, but uh, sometimes I send you ideas, ideas for money-making schemes, business ideas. They're usually pretty bad, but I sent you an idea for a food delivery service, okay? But they don't just drop your food off and leave. 
they will deliver your food just like Uber Eats, just like DoorDash, just like Grubhub. But not only that, they'll come in and they'll hang out with you while you eat your meal. And whenever you're, you're done eating, they'll leave. If you want them to. Yeah. I even had a name. I had a name for it. I don't remember what it was. Like eat, eat and greets, maybe something like that. That's pretty cool. Eat and chat. I don't know. Eat but, and greet. But, you know, it's it's geared towards, and, you know, we would have to do a lot of screening if we started this company. We'd have to screen people, you know. You can't have a criminal record. You can't have any kind of, you know, unlawful background. And uh, you got to pass a background test, get fingerprinted. We got to run all that. But anyway, you know, we get normal people. They drop your food off. They come in with you. They just chit chat with you. Keep you company while you're eating. So someone that's, you know, lonely or might have lost a loved one. I'm, I'm thinking like people who live in apartment buildings by themselves in like the middle of New York City or like big cities. Yeah, don't have no friends. Don't have any friends. They just moved into town. They just want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Or I tell you another like we could cater our marketing towards the elderly because right. you know, they love company. They love having people to talk to. I think I, nursing I think, homes would be a big one. Yeah. Nursing homes, oh yeah. That's uh, a big they'd be money running maker. in and out of nursing homes all the time. Right. Yeah. But I think there might be a market for that. Maybe not right now with, you know, COVID and everything, but when things get back to normal. Why Eat not? and greet. Eat and greets. Do you think you could be the guy that, you know. Or, you know, like food a gram or something like that. You could be the guy that could start this whole thing. Like you'd be the one shooting commercials in no, nursing homes, putting no. your arm around the older folk, having a conversation, making them feel good about themselves while they eat their fried chicken <laughs> and mashed potatoes and gravy and corn on cob. I think I could do a decent job keeping somebody that I don't know company while they're eating. Especially, I mean, they're going to want you to be there. If they didn't want you to come in, they would have went with DoorDash. Or somebody just drops their food off and leaves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They specifically have to want to communicate with us. Now, what you're going to run into, you're going to get a lot of crazies out there. They're going to say, yeah, I want that eat and greets. Yeah, bring me those Arby's chicken tenders. And then when you get in here, I'm going to I'm going to kill you because I'm psycho. <laughs> right, right. So that, we're going to have to, <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. That's a to, kink we'll have to work out. I think out we're going to have to pack some heat. On down the road. But the reason I got that idea, okay, is because I read this article I'm about to talk to you about. Okay. This is an article I read on The Independent. It says, um, and it, it's, it's been out there for a while. I wouldn't be surprised if some of our listeners may have already heard this story, but it says, a man who makes a living by renting himself out to do nothing has garnered an enormous following online and thousands of clients. So this guy's from, from Japan. His name's Shoji Morimoto. And what he does is, he charges ten thousand yen, which I did the conversion. That's like ninety, like close to ninety five hundred bucks an hour, plus expenses for travels and meals. Um, but anyone can rent him. He's thirty seven years old. He's from Tokyo, Japan. Um, but he won't do anything except eat, drink, and give a simple response. This is a this is a side hustle that he started. Um, he first offered his services in June 2018. He posted a tweet. That's how he started this whole thing. It says, the tweet says, I offer myself for rent as a person who does nothing. Is it difficult for you to enter a shop on your own? Are you missing a player on your team? Do you need somebody to keep a place for you? I can't do anything except easy things. And that's how he's marketed himself. And I mean, it's a long article. 
But this guy, he's gotten calls from, you know, businessmen in America who needed somebody to go to Disney World with them because they'd never been to Disney World before. They just needed somebody to go with them. So they hired him. to. They flew him to Disney World, and he just walks around Disney World with them. Doesn't converse with them. There's no pressure to have a conversation. Nothing. He only speaks if you speak to him first. And he'll only say, like, he'll just, you know, if you tell a joke or something, he'll just laugh and say, ha, yeah. Like, that's it. Just simple responses. <laughs> he doesn't try to talk. Like, all he does is eat, and he's just there. He's just there to hang out. And I'm, and he's, this guy's quit his job. He was, um, he was in publishing before, and he quit his job because he was making more doing this because so many people are getting a hold of him. Now, I can do what he's doing. Who can't? Yeah. I can, I can get down with that. 95 bucks an hour plus travel? Shit. I'll yeah. talk your ear off. If you're, I'll talk before you talk. I'll get you going for that amount of money. Well, I think that's part of his marketing ploy is he doesn't want to put any pressure on okay. the client. Like, All right. If they don't want to talk, you done for, you know. Well, yeah, There's I'm no get, pressure I'm getting there. paid over 100 an hour. I'll sit there with my legs crossed and watch I, you It's eat. way over 100 an hour. Watch you play video games, whatever you want to do. $100 an hour. Some of that might be cash. And then all your expenses, travel expenses, and food is all paid for. Holy cow. That's good money. And I mean, like I said, he's quit his, he's quit his job in publishing just because this is just taking off. It's crazy now. But he gets all kinds of clients. He gets think, like he gets think, like 180 clients a year. You think everybody? You think anybody tried to pay him for sex? I'm sure he runs into some sketchy things. I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. But I'm sure he also makes you know makes a killing. He, he, yeah, he's got over 270 thousand uh, Twitter followers. He's been doing this. Oh he's been he's been renting himself out full time like this for the last three years. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, I just rent myself out. Yeah. <laughs> that just don't sound good. But, I mean, if, if you're making that type of money and you're doing what you love, hell with it. Go for it. Go to Disneyland and don't say a word. Just he, ride um, the Magic Kingdom ride. He, um, people rent them out like if they, if, they, if they have to go visit somebody that's in the hospital, but they don't want to go by themselves. They rent them out for that. I mean, they'll rent them out just to like go out to restaurants or go hiking do you think oh i got one for you do you think everybody's ever written him out to be like a fake boyfriend at like thanksgiving or something i guarantee you yeah i guarantee he's been a wedding date (laughs) yeah to like a family get together yeah you know hey here's 150 bucks just just don't touch me don't try to kiss me just maybe put your hand on my hand on the kitchen table and just act like you like me for an hour how about that yeah what's Uh, his name shoji morimoto just hold my hand for a minute soji (laughs) Don't try to get physical, you little yeah. fucker. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> Don't talk. Just be there. Oh, man. That's great. I'm glad you brought that up. But uh, we also got three voicemails this week. I think we're only going to play two. But before that, our voicemails are brought to you by our latest sponsor, brand new this week, Jumbo Jet Condoms. Valentine's Day was a few weeks ago, and I'm sure plenty of our listeners had their F-15 fighter jets fueled and ready for liftoff. But here's the question. Did you have the protection you needed? Probably not. So from here on out, whenever you're ready to lift off, head over to JumboJetCondoms.com and use promo code ROLSKI for 15% off your next order. I repeat, use promo code ROLSKI, R-O-L-L-S-K-I, for 15% off your next order. Jumbo Jet Condoms, 
Blast off. We got you here on the Sip and Serve podcast. Corey K, first voicemail, please. Hey, guys, it's Uncle Buck here. Uh, I'm driving home from work right now, and I just got the most massive shit pains ever. Like, it's it, it's taken me all I have to do to hold this to hold this motherfucker in, okay? So my, my suggestion, I'm asking you guys, what do I do? Do I pull over, you know, walk around my truck, get the pains leaving, or do I just find a ditch and shit in? Because the closer I feel like I get to home, the more the pain, the more the pain happens. So I just want to know, do I pull over, walk around, or do I just shit? And if you guys tell me your funniest, almost shitting stories in the car, please. Thanks again, guys. Hope I make it. Okay, so let's just answer his question real quick before we go on to the next voicemail. Funny, crazy shit stories, and if you got a shit, man, and you can't make it home, I don't know how good walking around your truck's going to do for you. I mean, it might ease it a little bit, but it's just going to come back. I don't know how far away you are from home, but, I mean, do what you got to do. Maybe stop, pull over, I'm not sure, but uh, get it all out of there. What if if he didn't? Like, what if he just... Clinch it, you know. Right. Bad time, bad bad place. You know, you can't always go. Yeah, it's happened before. Right. You just, you know, live to fight another day. So is that an option? What if you can't stop? What if you have to shit? I think. I mean, the way it may, he makes it sound, it's like this pain in his gut is so unbearable. It's it's going to be one or the other. Okay. So I mean, if that's the case, then you got to pull off. You got to right. pull off. Right. If somebody sees you, somebody sees you. It's nature. Nature's calling. Okay. We've been doing it for thousands of years. Corey, we got that uh, second voicemail here. Yep. I'll tell my funny story after this one. Hey, guys. It's Uncle Buck again. Uh, just giving you an update. I drove a few miles, and the pain was just it was unbearable, guys. I was getting a sweat. I, I couldn't even put my, my foot on the gas pedal. It was just, I was in so much pain, so I pulled over at the gas station that was on the way home. And they're going to go in and take a shit. And due to COVID, they're not letting people use the restroom, so I was in a dilemma, gentlemen. So I just took a couple laps around the truck and was able to ease the pain for now. I think I'm going to make it home, and then when I get home, I'm going to finish the business. I can feel the turtle head right now, and it's kind of subsided. So wish me the best of luck, guys. I appreciate it. Love you. All right, so he made it home on his way home. <clears throat> so that pretty much sums up what we were talking about there. You said clinch it. He clinched it. He's, he said he's he going. couldn't. Couldn't do it. The pay said the pain was too unbearable. So so what he do? He got out and walked around his truck. Right. That's what he said. Do you believe that? No, <laughs> I don't believe it either. Not <laughs> Man, at all. When's the last time you were driving down the road and you saw somebody doing laps around their truck because they were trying to ward off the bad case of the shits? I'll tell you what, if there was a, if if he's traveling on a highway that I pull over and I see just you know hazards on, I see you know a little five foot eight guy walking around the truck like fast as he can, like holding his ass. You know how like he's probably <laughs> trying to clinch. He's just holding his oh, butt yeah. cheeks. Oh yeah, I would love that. Have you ever been in so much shit pain that you couldn't even stand up straight? 
Like you were doubled over in pain. You're okay, walking well, and you can't even stand up let's, straight. Let's get right into my funny stories All here. Right. Uncle Buck wants to know our funniest stories when we had to take a shit. What kind of situation were we in? Well, I've got two car stories for you. First one, coming back from family dinner on Sundays. I think I might have had like steak or something that I had A1 sauce on. I don't know what it is with A1 sauce. My stomach just don't handle it very well. And I know that. I've got to be close to home or somewhere where I'm comfortable. Close to the home base. Right. Home court advantage. Well, I'm only like seven miles away at this, you know, establishment that we eat at. And I tell you what, I got about a quarter of the way home and my stomach turned. It turned for the worst. You know that just that one turn is all it takes. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. It's coming. Like, oh, this isn't this that I know what that turn means. The tides have turned. I've got like two or three minutes to find a toilet. Okay, so I drive a few more miles in the pain, like Uncle Buck saying, is just unbearable. So I get up to a stop sign. I'm getting ready to make the last, you know, not about two more miles down the road, getting ready to go down by the school. And you know where I live from there. So I go down by the school, down the hill. As soon as I get on top of that hill, getting ready to go down the hill, I start getting the sweats. I had to roll my window down. I literally had to roll my window down. And you know how Uncle Buck said he could barely touch the gas pedal? I could barely touch the gas pedal because I had to cross my legs. My legs were literally crossed. I hit the gas with my right leg. My left is over top of my right, and I'm clenching that bad. My wife's next to me laughing at me, thinking this is some kind of joke. No. That's the worst. No. I said, you want to keep laughing? I'm going to blast off literally right here in this seat. So she shut up for a minute. I was serious. I knew I was in pain, and I said, hey, I'm not even shutting off the truck when I pull in. I'm putting it in the park. I'm getting out. We had leftovers and stuff. I wasn't helping. I couldn't help. So I go down, and I got a basement door. Leads right down through, you know, the fire area into a bathroom. I tell you what, DG. I got to that door, and it was locked. I never locked that door. And, uh, you know. oh. <laughs> and I was, like, feeling relieved on the way to the basement door. And as soon as I felt that lock, I swear... I swear, some shit came out. <laughs> Just because I was like so disappointed. Yeah. Because I was relieved. I, I'm like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm going. No, I think I sharded there. Yeah. But that's not where it ends. I had to run up through the back door, down the stairs. Oh, up the stairs, down yeah, the stairs. Right. Oh. Stomach, stomach's turning. I swear to you, I'm not shitting you. By the time, by the time I got in front of the toilet, and of course checked it, like I mentioned earlier. And got my pants to the ground. I was going number two before I even hit the toilet. I believe that. Oh, I believe that. I was just surprised you made it all the way there. Well, I kind of didn't. I kind of didn't. I sharded I mean, a little bit. Well, I, you know, I, I didn't just, actually shit myself, but I was just kind of surprised you didn't have to stop halfway through the kitchen and just drop trowel right there and pinch off a corny loaf, <laughs> get a pan and just let loose. Yeah. Just, you know. Second story. I'm working for Tense Free Vents. I don't know if I told this on that podcast. Did I? Uh-uh. He wouldn't let me shit? No. Did I tell that story? No. Okay. Well, we're working at Tense, and you know, I had a great crew. I think it was me, Chiz, uh, Jerry, and um, my buddy Buddy on that day. So we were driving outside of Columbus, heading towards Zanesville, Cambridge area. What's that highway? Zanesville uh, 70? Yeah, 70. 70 West. 70 East, sorry. 70 East. 
heading towards Zanesville, Cambridge area. And you know, it was a long ride. We stopped and got some, uh, some, something for breakfast and it just hit me the wrong way once we got to Columbus. So, you know, the pain comes in play and I mentioned it. I mean, we're just passing exits. I mentioned it like, Hey, I got to use the restroom. You care if we stop for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you Pass that exit, pass another exit. And I'm like, Hey guys, like I, I've, this is starting to turn into like an emergency situation. Can you please stop? Yeah, we'll stop. Yeah, we'll stop. Pass another exit. And then I get violent. I'm throwing F-bombs. You know, I might be smacking the back of heads like, hey, I'm being serious. So we finally stop. And this was like 15, 20 minutes later. I finally stopped. Went to a Burger King. Could never walk into a Burger King bathroom again and not think about this situation. I run in kind of like Uncle Buck. I got my hand close to my butthole trying to clench, trying to clench <laughs> cheeks. So I get into the Burger King bathroom. I don't care who's in there. Two guys. One at the urinal, one at the uh, toilet next to me. There was two toilets in there. It was rather big Burger King, believe it or not. I walk in. Two guys are in there. I don't care at this point. Like, it's my time. Public restroom, I can do what I want in here. Go in, sit down. I let out the loudest, most stinkiest, most disgusting, splattery fart that I've ever let in my life. I mean, it was loud. Loud. And you just, you hear Buddy in the background because he walked in because he knew something was he's and he just back here laughing and these there's two guys in there like blade just starts cracking up laughing and i'm just i'm just like shut up shut up and these didn't you hear these two guys like what the hell like what's going on in here and then just walk out i can never walk in there again because those two guys i'm glad i didn't see their face but oh, yeah, you can't look them in. I mean, even if you did see them, you can't look them in. My the buddy, eyes. my buddy, buddy said they're, they're, the, the look on their faces while they're washing their hands was the best thing he's ever seen. So there you go, Buck. I've got the Burger King story and not making it home because of A1 sauce. This is the best I got. DG, you got anything? Yeah, I I can't remember if I've told this on the show before or not. I'll, I'll keep it real brief. We were uh, we were all out on the lake. It was It was a houseboat. Um, I think it was, it was either a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, big party on the top deck night before big, big, big late one. I think you might've mentioned this before. Yeah. All right, go ahead. And, um, so it's the following morning. Everybody's moving kind of slow. Everybody's asleep. Everybody on the whole boat's asleep talking, you know, 12, 15 people, all of them still sleeping. Well, I got a, you know, impending intestinal requirement the needs of which need to be taken care of. Yeah. So I make my way out of my, my uh, cabin and I'm on my way to the bathroom. When I get to the bathroom, I see Big Red in the, in the bathroom. I knock on the door, I open it. Big Red's in there. He's down on all fours. He's got his head down in there. He's trying to figure He looks pissed. <laughs> I said, what's going on, Big Red? He said, this thing's not working and I got to fix it. And so I said, okay. And that was the only toilet. I think that was the only toilet that on the boat. That was the only toilet. The only working toilet on the That's boat. That's all we had. And so, like, what do I do? I mean, do I jump into water? Do I? Well, I thought about it. You know, I thought about jumping into water. What if it's a floater? <laughs> what if it's out there bobbing up and down? Like, I'm going to be humiliated. Everybody on the boat's going to know it's me. That, that story like that gets around. So, you know, it was coming. And it wasn't, there was no stopping it. I end up because we were we were uh, tied down to uh, the bank, and so we you know the back of the boat was on dry land. 
So I get out onto this bank and, you know, I walk 20, 15, 20 yards up the hillside, a bunch of rocks. That's where, it, that's where I let it lay. Um, if anybody was on the boat, I mean, anybody that was awake could have saw me. Anybody that was in that cove could have saw me. And maybe they did. I don't care. But I, I put a rock over top of it just to try to be a good human, make sure nobody stepped in it or nobody had to look at it. And that was it. I'll tell you what, that's a hell of a story. I think I might have been a part of that story. You were on the trip. I might have, I might have also seen you out there struggling oh. on land. But, I mean, that's a different story for a different day, what I've seen that day. So this is going to lead into the main topic of our show. DG, since you've gave up social media for Lent, have you seen the video of this bar fight? No. You have not seen the video yet? I don't even know what you're talking about. Do you, I wish, you, you want to watch it? Are you, are you, if it's not on social media, are you allowed watching it? It's just on the internet? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So we just paused. DG... You watched the video, so let's explain to the listeners what happened here. The night of February 13th in Oklahoma, there was a bar fight. Wide receiver on the football team, and I think he's like a field goal holder. So he's really not real popular, but he's on the team. College bar. College bar. Late night. Now, when you think of this bar, DG, let's let's lay it down. What do you think the bathroom looks like in a bar like this? It's probably not the cleanest. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, especially if it's late at night. You got drunk college kids stumbling in and out of there for the last four or five hours. Just pissing all over the yeah, floor. Yeah, just missing. Yeah. Bad aim. Sure. Nasty. Nasty. So the floors are disgusting. Disgusting. This brawl took place in the bathroom. Spencer, Spencer Jones, I believe his name is, from Oklahoma, and his buddy are in the bathroom. And I kid you not, there's a lot of people in this bathroom. There's really not a whole lot of room to move. There's several bystanders. Him and his buddy are picking on these, they look like younger kids. Now, we find out here later on that they might not be so young, but they're smaller. The football player and his buddy just tower over these kids. The cameras come on late because one of the smaller kids has a bloody nose already. So, this camera got turned on when somebody's seen, oh shit, this is going to get real. So, he might have got cheap shotted, I don't know. In the bathroom. We don't know that. Yeah. We don't know how it all started. Or why, if he, you know, who hit him, why he got hit, did he provoke it, we don't know. Right. So when you press play on this video, you see the bigger guys towering over these small kids. And you see Spencer's friend push the small kid. That's how it all started. And he just pushed him right there. And that's when the littler guy looked at his buddy and said, hey, which one you want? Read his lips. He says, which one you want? So, then the Spencer guy says, pushes him and says, hey, look at me, bitch. Look at me. And then this kid just turns around, wipes the blood off his nose, squares up, and throws one hell of a combo. Jabs, hooks. He had it all in that combo. He threw an elbow early. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy, this, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to fight. He's got some hands on him. He's got some structure to his technique. Quickness. So, he connects with several of these punches. Maybe even the elbow got him. I'm not sure. And this guy's just, you know, he's stuttering on his feet. And then this kid, like, jumps on his back, kind of, like, gets him in a grapple. Takes him to the ground like a professional would. Gets on his back. Wrestles a little bit. And then just puts the football player into a rear naked choke. And then he transitions into an arm bar. And this guy is helpless. Yeah, the the impressive... (laughs) 
The impressive thing is the football player somehow got out of the rear naked chokehold. I think the guy just transitioned. He's like, I know, I know, I got him here. Yeah, like maybe I don't want to, I don't want to incapacitate this guy. So instead, I might just break his arm. Right. He goes, yeah, I don't want if I choke him out, I might kill him. I don't know. So I'm just gonna break his arm instead. Make sure he lives. Makes sense. And then the other smaller guy takes on the football player's friend. Like, they're wrestling on their feet for a while, and then you see uh, the littler guy get him in some kind of move and just slam his head into the wall. Did you notice that? I mean, oh, he, he just he took got... him down so hard and slammed his head into a concrete wall. Yeah, that was that was bad. That's That's got concussion written all over. I guarantee he got knocked out cold. Oh, that guy went cold right then and there. And then the littler guy gets on top of him and goes to a ground and pound. Goes to a freaking ground and pound. Why, this guy's just knocked out, and then the video cuts off. Everybody's like going crazy. They're saying like these little guys, they know what they're doing. Oh my God, I can't believe it. They just kicked their ass. I mean, they're just screaming and yelling by all the bystanders. So what what's what's the lesson out of this, DG? <laughs> I think the lesson is excessive amounts of alcohol typically bring out the worst in people. I like that. Um it's hard to tell what happened beforehand, though. I mean, I know, you know, social media, Twitter, wherever this video is at, they're all, they're probably all over this football player and this football player's friend because it looks like, you know, they're picking on these two little guys and these little two little guys just showing what it's like. Right. But um, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell what went down before that. Something had to, because that kid had a bloody nose. Yeah, and you got to think like, I mean, this dude's a Division One football player. You don't think he's been coached up on how to act in public? Yeah. On how to conduct himself at a bar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, unless he just was a real idiot, because that happens too. It looked like he deserved to get his ass kicked, if you ask me. That from what from what the video shows, right. I, I would I would agree with you. Okay. It looked like he was. They were the ones doing the provoking, and. uh yeah. You know that football player almost lost his eye, right? I did not. He almost lost his eye. He had to go in several different surgeries that night into that morning. Probably because one of those elbows probably just, broke his orbital. He did. They were piecing back together his, you know, orbital bone and he like his eye the doctor literally said this is like the luckiest guy in the world because he should have a glass eye right now. We don't know how he saved it. Zach Hottinger style. Yeah. So he got he got a Pelted a few good times there from that combo. There's no doubt about it. Mm. Another thing. This, uh, some kind of news, or the Twitter video got like, went super viral on Twitter, I believe. I think this is what I read. And people were like commenting on it. And like news channels started picking it up. So the smaller guy, not the guy who landed the combos, but the guy who slammed the guy's head into the brick wall, he commented on it and he goes, hey, my name's so-and-so. I'm just trying to get ahead of this. This is what really happened. You guys seen the video. They picked on us. Little did they know, we're trained MMA fighters, both of us. We've been in the cage since we've been 12 years old. They got what they deserved. And by the way, we held back. So he said, we held back. Like, there could have been so much worse. Basically, is what this guy's saying. I mean, like, that, that, guy, that, that one kid did switch from the chokehold to the armbar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he held back. Yeah, I he, mean, he could have stayed with the chokehold, right? But uh, I don't know. So that's that's that. What do you think? I mean, that you don't have social media right now. That's the biggest video. That's the biggest thing right now. 
Yeah. It's blowing up everywhere. Everybody's at it. I think everybody's I, talking about. I think it. I even heard um, one of those sports radio stations I listened to. I think they were even talking about it since the kid's a you know college football player. Dude, it went viral. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people weighing in on that one, but I don't know. And the fact that it happened in the bathroom—that's just in, adding insult to injury. Not only are you getting your ass kicked. But you're rolling around in people's urine. I was going to say that. There's no, there's no worse place to get your ass kicked than in somebody else's piss. I, I would imagine. That's just not good. So you're waking up. You got a broken orbital bone. You're soaked in piss. I mean, your night just went to oh. hell real quick. Oh man, that's two things I learned. That's a bad night. Two things I learned from watching this video, DG. You ever heard the saying, "Don't judge a book by its cover"? I feel like them bigger guys were just judging them kids. Like we can kick these guys' ass, no problem. Well. They judge the book by the cover. Don't ever do that. Second thing, don't bite off more than you can chew. Good advice. Leading right directly into the main topic of our show. After that video, we decided to do a top five. These are the, well, before I say this, I just want to let you guys know, me and DG know that we're, we're not MMA fighters of any sort, okay? But you never know. We might be able to kick a little ass here and there. Never tried it. Never tried it. But our top five this week, top five celebrities we could beat up in a bathroom brawl. Yeah. How'd you come up with your list? I thought of uh, some people that are pretty well known um, who it would be a good fight, like it would be competitive, but I think I could probably edge out. You know, yeah. For whatever reason, no, I feel the same way. And like, like you, like you said, I've never, <laughs> I've never been in a fight. Yeah. You've never been in a fight. Nah. I tend to try to let cooler heads prevail. Right. Um, but I don't really know, man. I don't, I don't know if I was pushed to that point. Yeah. What I'm really capable of. I'd like to think I could hold my own. I don't think I would. You know, I wouldn't kick anybody's ass. Right. Um, hopefully I wouldn't get my ass kicked, but hopefully I could hold my own and yeah. defend myself, you know, a, little, right, a little bit. Yeah, I'm right there with you. you I, don't, I don't want to be getting my eye socket broken. No, no. I don't, I mean, you're lanky, you know, you got reach. I think that helps you out. And you got leverage. You get those, you get those fists flying. That's like, you got some leverage there. I'm so uncoordinated. I have no power behind my punches. If I try to throw a punch, I'd probably hit him with my like my forearm or something. Well, it's it's not all about power, man. It's about quickness. You know, you can if you can one two one two that guy up before he knows what's going on. Even right. if he's got a strength advantage. Yeah, I got a combo. You know. Yep. So my number five. What about your six man? You got a six man? I do. You lay it on me. Six man. I mean, I, there's not much explanation to go into this one. I mean, this guy's been an asshole ever since I can remember, and he's hated all over the world. I think I could whip the shit out of Roger Goodell. <laughs> yeah. The NFL commissioner. Now, listen, he's a big guy. I don't know how tall he is. He looks tall. I've only seen him getting booed at, like, the draft and shit. Um, I don't know how tall he is. I wouldn't, he, yeah. He looks kind of, he's kind. He's a little thicker, too. He might actually whip my ass in a bar, but I'd give it a hell of a shot. He, he better looks not like he me. could be a former football player. Maybe not a professional. I guarantee yeah. he played in college yeah. or something. Well, he would probably kick my ass, but I'd give him hell first. Yeah, that's a good one. My number six is Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, who's that? 
Yeah, you're not a Harry Potter guy. No. If any of our uh, sipping squatters out there are have if you've ever seen any of the Harry Potter movies, you know Draco Malfoy. I don't know what his real name is. I'm sure he's probably in real life a decent guy, but I just if I if I was in the same bathroom as him, I'd picture him as Draco Malfoy. That little Death Eater sneer on his face and that freaking blonde hair. That would just piss you off. I'd just throw one of these uh, Jack Johnson straight through, straight through the suck hole. <laughs> oh, shit. Famous or not, you're kicking the shit out of him. I like it. Number five, you hear this guy on TV all the time. He's He does like morning sports shows, and his takes are horrendous. He's annoying one. He looks terrible in Air Jordans because he has he's got a different pair every episode, it seems like. And I just can't stand his voice. He's the, he gives the worst basketball takes and he, he hates the Lakers for some reason. And it really just ticks me off. He can't say nothing good about them ever. And I just wish Shannon Sharp would reach over that <sighs> table one time and just combo his ass straight out of his chair. Yeah. I'm gonna take on Skip Bayless head to head. I don't care what bathroom it is. They're gonna have shit on the floor. It could be piss on the floor. I don't care. Yeah. I'm taking Skip Bayless down. I'm you're, taking him down. I, I would guess you're probably not the only one that would like to take him down and get a piece of him. Maybe the whole thing. I'm going to bat off. I, I, my, money, my money's on you in that one. Yeah, you could take him. Because I know how passionate you are about the Lakers. He works He works out, though. That's all right. I ain't scared so of him. So do you. Do you get- so do you. <laughs> when those fists start flying, though, I know you're, where your head's going. It's This, this guy wants to badmouth my Lakers. Let's let's go. Yeah. Feel the pain, Skip Bayless. Yeah, they call it squared up. S- square up, Skip Bayless. I'm squaring up with Skip Bayless. Yeah. My five. You know, this guy. Oh, I'm funny. Oh, look at me. I'm in movies. Oh, I'm a stand-up comedian. Oh, I, I'm a producer. Oh, I, you know, I make movies. I'm really famous. Seth Rogen, I would kick your ass. Really? Oh, shit. I would love to see this. I would just love to see it. Actually, you guys are all about the same size. I actually really like Seth Rogen. I do too. Yeah, he's he's a, he's funny. So do you think you could really? But kick I do his think ass? I could take him. Really? Yeah. I, I what makes him. you think that? Like what? What advantage do you have over? He Seth doesn't Rogen? look real nimble to me. He doesn't look real light on his slow. Feet. And I'm not extremely light on my feet either. But I'm lighter than he is. Oh yeah. I feel like I got a quickness advantage. Yeah. I don't think he's that tall. Really? Okay. I don't think so. I think I, I got a height advantage, a reach advantage. Uh, probably a strength advantage. He's probably a little bit more intoxicated than you at that point, too. Maybe, yeah. He doesn't strike me as being the type that works out. No. And, you know, I'm no freaking Mr. Olympia, but I, I think I would have a but little... But you lift. I would have a little bit of a power advantage. Yeah, you lift. I think. So Seth Rogen's my five. Clanging and banging and whipping ass in the restroom brawl. Seth Rogen, your ass is getting kicked. My number three. Now, these these are just for entertainment value. Oh, number four. Sorry. Number four, Simon Cow. Oh, man. Why didn't I think of him? I grew up watching American Idol, and that guy just pissed me off so much. Just as a kid, American Idol's been around for how many freaking seasons? I don't even know. It's probably over 20 by now. As a kid, I grew up watching American Idol, and Simon Cow, his voice, and just telling them kids that they suck, like, you're no good. Go back and work on it. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to reach through the t- TV and just choke him. Like, what gives him the right to be so critical, people? You know? Why do they keep putting him in charge every season? These, these, All these people he's critical of, and he, oh, yeah. 
I thought I thought you were good, but you know, uh, not quite good enough to make the next round. I know I sound just like him, but that's beside the You're point. You're lucky one of these kids didn't come back in there and try to do harm to that guy. The way he talked to him, honestly. I bet you he gets hate hate mail. I bet you he gets a good oh, amount of hate mail. I guarantee his mailbox is full. Yeah, he's on America's Got Talent now, and he's the same way. I bet you when he goes out to restaurants, people put hair in his food, and he doesn't know it. Like, he's one of those types. In Hollywood, if he ever goes to yeah. Hollywood. Have you ever seen that movie with Ryan Reynolds? Waiting? Yeah. Yeah. I bet they do more than just put hair in their food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Simon Cowell, I don't, don't want to think about it. Come at me, bro. Yeah, that's that's a good one. My my number four, you know, he was a he's a former professional athlete. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, former professional athlete. Um, was on the Dream Team. Um... One of the, you know, best all-around forwards in the history of the NBA. Probably in the Hall of Fame. I don't realize it yet. If he's not, he, she should be. Um, did, did, did the words Space Jam mean anything to you? Now, I'm not saying in his prime. I'm saying right now. Charles Barkley, come at me, say, bro. Charles. Come at me, bro. I think that... Dude would uppercut you so hard you would fly through the stall and be passed out. In the it'd corner. be like fighting a bear, uh, fighting Charles Barkley. Like fighting I, I a bear. Really, I mean, I feel like you can take maybe some of the guys, probably all the guys you've mentioned so far, but you are really you're stretching for this one. As long as I can get through the first round and not, you know. By the way, is, when, this, is there? I didn't know there was a timer in bathroom brawls. That's why. That's why <laughs> I was going to ask. What kind of fighter were you? You already mentioned it's a bathroom brawl, so there is no rounds. Um, if he charges me, I'm done. Like yeah. if he if he decides to bull rush me, I'll go probably do is lay on you, man. I'm probably done. Isn't he like six five, probably pushing three hundred and twenty oh, some pounds he's now? A, he's a biggin. He's a biggin. Oh, DG. I guess my you know, my strategy would be stick and move, stick and move. Would it be all right if I snuck up behind him and got him up on his back just to distract him and you cut him down? No. That's fighting dirty. Oh. I appreciate <laughs> you wanting to help, but that's fighting dirty. I'd rather get my ass kicked. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Hey, I was just there for the support. Shit. All right, so these next two are just for uh, – these next two I got on my list, they're just for uh, entertainment value, basically. I really do like these guys, kind of like you saying you like Seth Rogen, but I just feel like I kicked the shit out of both of them. Um, super bad. I'm just imagining Jonah Hill and Superbad running around. What was his name in Superbad? Seth. 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 I just feel like I could get Seth in a bathroom brawl, just like give him a big old wedgie, put it up over top of his head, and bang his head off the stall door, put his head in the toilet, take the lid and bound it out. <laughs> just have fun with him, you know? <laughs> I mean, I think I could take fun for you. Jonah Hill. He's five foot seven. We know he's not in the best of shape, right? He's in a lot better shape than he used to be. Yeah, but even when he was in the Wolf of Wall Street and he was like skinny and had some, you know, kind of lot better looking than what he was in Superbad. I could still whip his ass. Are you serious? You think I could take Jonah Hill? I mean, don't take it. Don't get so personal about it. He's not challenging you, man. You know, I, I yeah, I think you could take him. But like, is that saying a whole lot? <laughs> no. <laughs> you You're wanting take... to kick a kid's ass from Harry Potter. What do you say? Dude, he's not a kid anymore. He was. Now he's probably thirty at least. Probably close to it. But still, I know this is all for fun anyway. Yeah, you're right. What's your next one? Pat Sajak. Who's that? The host of Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> you don't like him? I love him. Hmm. So I'll beat his ass. 
Come on in and get you something to eat, Pat. What do you think he's what did what do you think he said to you that pissed you off? Step into my office, Pat. You know, I don't know because he seems like a really nice guy. I was gonna guy. say he's a nice old guy, ain't he? And he's been on TV forever. I mean, dude, he's he's a legend. He's right up there with with Bob Barker and Alex. Yeah, but and, you you might you might kill him. Yeah, he's older. He's older. But I think that gives me an advantage. <laughs> Just cut him down. Just cut him down. He might surprise you though. Uh, he, he looks in, like he's he works out. He's in pretty good shape. Okay. Yeah. So my number two here is five foot four, hundred and forty pounds. And once again, this is for comedic value. I think it would be funny as shit to get into a brawl with Kevin Hart. <laughs> dude, uh, I would be. I, dude, he might kick my ass because I'm just laughing. Yeah, because he's so he'd be saying he'd be talking. You have you seen them movies with him and the Rock in them? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, when he talks shit to the Rock, it's hilarious. And you know he'd be saying that shit to me, and I wouldn't be able. To, I would like like turn around, and start laughing, and he'd he'd just chop me down, man. Yeah. I don't. Maybe a swirly. He's pick him he's, up, and dude, he's kind of a monster though. Yeah, he works out. He works out. He I know you said I do too, but he lifts. He clangs <laughs> and bangs. He might just kick my ass. Yeah. See, that that one was probably, you know, maybe my reach, because I think I could take the rest of them. Kevin Hart, I mean, he's feisty. That's a good pick. He's a feisty, though. Could you imagine me fighting Kevin Hart in a bathroom? Yeah, I, I can. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it right now. He'd kick your ass, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you backed him into a corner, he wouldn't, there wouldn't be anything funny about it anymore. I mean, he, he would come after you. He wouldn't back down till it was finished. My number two is um, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Allen from The Hangover. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought about putting him on my list. I could take him. I could take him. Even if he is a part of a wolf pack, I could still take him. I just think of The Hangover. <laughs> what yeah. if he walked in? What if he walked into the bathroom with a baby strapped to his chest? Would you still fight him? If he started swinging on you, I mean, are you gonna? What are you gonna do, um, Zach? Like I would just buy. No, I wouldn't fight. I wouldn't swing on him. I wouldn't fight back for fear of you. You just me. have to go into defense mode. Yeah, yeah. I'm just balling up or running away, like and trying to negotiate with him while I'm running. From I bet him. you he's got a mean streak too. Oh, I guarantee you, I, dude. Like honestly, if you're him, you you probably. You probably live in Hollywood because he's in movies. You know, he's a comedian. Like, you can't probably even walk up the street without somebody stopping you and, and like, you know, saying some kind of quote from The Hangover. Yeah. Like, that that stuff gets old oh, after a couple weeks, old. you know? And I'll bet you he still probably gets it all the time. It's hard. It would it would be hard not to be a kind of a jerk yeah. if, if you're him, you know, if you're that type of guy. So, yeah. So, turn. my Your number turn. one. I'm going to get some revenge for some people out there. I'm just, I'm going to just take him in the corner and just chop him down. I know. You're left and say, right, left and right. Say. Um, he's, he might be the most hated um, TV show star actor ever. I'm breaking down Bill Cosby in a bathroom. Oh, did not see that coming. I'm breaking down Bill Cosby. Just, you know, he's done some pretty horrific shit in his day, and he's paying for it in prison right now for the rest of his life. And you're going to make him pay a little I'm, more. I'm going to make him pay a little bit more for what he did, because that's disgusting, and he's going to pay for it. 
I mean, I agree with you, but who I thought you were going to say? Yeah, who'd you think I was going to say? Vince McMahon. <laughs> he's an icon, man. Like he'd kick my ass still. <laughs> I know he's he's a monster. <laughs> he's huge. He's a monster. But that's yeah, that's who I thought. No, he I was. like Vince McMahon. Is it? He's kind of a villain, right? Oh, he's always been a villain. Yeah. He's a heel for sure. Oh, he's a heel. Yeah. He never turned either. He was a heel from start to beginning. He's still a heel today. Yeah. So, no, Vince McMahon would kick my ass. I don't think Bill Cosby would stand a chance against me. No. Dude, he's like 85. <laughs> like you said, he's kind of old. He's going to be brittle, but he's up there. I'm going to make him pay. Do what you got to do. <laughs> my number one, and it, this isn't even going to be close. Okay. Yeah, it, it's going to be pretty short lived. It's not going to take long for people in the bathroom to decide who's coming out on top in this one. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Why? Well, for one thing, he's he's like he's like four six. I mean, yeah. he he might be a. Is he a little person? He's close. If he's not. Look up. Can you look up how tall he is? Dean DeVito. I'm going to guess. 4'10". 4'10". Okay, 4'10". That didn't take long. Not even five feet tall. So I got a, I got a major size advantage. He's also 75. He's also 75. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, I, what we else got, needs to be we've said? We've got some older gents on our uh, list here. What does that say about you and I? We're pretty weak. <laughs> yeah. Because most people would back us into a corner, and I don't even know if I'd get a punch off. Look, besides Malfoy, I really like everybody on my list. Yeah. These, these are all great guys. Well, see, we were kind of different. I only like two on my list, and that's Jonah Hill and Kevin Hart. Those are the only two I really like. I don't like Goodell. I don't like Bayless. I don't like Cal, and I don't like Cosby. So, Yeah, the only reason they're on my list is because I'm confident I could beat them up if, if it comes to it. And, you know, I, I started thinking, do you think Simon Cal would beat my ass? You know, I think he probably works out. I think he does something. He does Pilates or, you know, Caparera or some kind my of list weird. Is, my list is horrible, dude. I think Roger, Roger Goodell, shit. Simon Cowell, and probably Kevin Hart would kick my ass. I uh, yeah, I don't like I don't I don't like your chances against Kevin Hart. I don't. No, me either. I think you could take Simon. I do. What about Goodell? No. No, nah, I don't think so either. No. Damn it. I mean, the thing about Goodell is you wouldn't even get to him. Because of his security detail. What if I took all them out first like a ninja? If you can get through his whole bodyguards and everything to the point where then it's mano y mano, then, I, then I'll put my money on you. But you ain't even going to get a piece of them. Sorry to, sorry to tell you. DG, we got a few questions this week from our email. Let's answer them real quick and let's get the hell out of here. First, we're going to give a shout-out to the Old Canal Smokehouse. The Smokehouse is known for the most unique craft beer selection, rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. You can dine in, order takeout, or even have them cater your next event. They're located at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. First question. You and a group of people go to a cabin despite a snowstorm coming toward that direction. The next morning, you wake up, and all the exits are blocked. The windows and everything are blocked by the snow. There is no way out. You will freeze to death unless you escape. How you getting out? Just give me a, you know, like a wooden spoon or something from the kitchen. 
whatever I can find, just something big, something that's got a little bit of a scoop to it. Open the door. I don't care if snow gets in the cabin, whatever. And I'm just going to start digging. You're just, just digging. Just digging. Just just tunnel out. Just one shovel out, just one shovel full at a time. What if just, it collapses on you? I don't it, it's snow. You know, you're snowed in. I mean how many inches are we talking? We're talking it's above the door and the windows. That's fine. One story house. That's fine. You're digging out. It's still not gonna collapse on me. Okay. I'm I'm confident. Okay. If it does, I mean it's not gonna like crush me. It's not gonna be like an avalanche. Right, you know? right. I'll just tunnel out. Okay, you're tunneling out. Yeah. I'm blasting off through the roof. Thru- I'm, through I'm, the roof? Through the roof. I'm going to say we can't get out. You took it a different way. I'm going to say I, there's no way I can dig myself out. I got to find a different way. I'm going through the roof. I'm getting to the attic if there's an attic, and I'm busting open through the roof so I don't have to go through the layers of snow. All hey, right. it's a life or death situation. I'm going to find a way out, and I'm going to go through the roof. I can find something in that house to get me through the roof. My other thought was was if you had a fire starter, melt melt your way out, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Just take some fire to it. Maybe. It it would. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. It would take too long. That'd be a lo- slow process. I'd rather just dig. <laughs> All right. He said you could freeze to death, and you're out there digging in the snow. Sounds smart to me. Next question. I don't care. Marty's already on my ass for how I did it in the chicken draft. <laughs> just tack it on. Just to add it to my tab, Marty. Put it on my tab, Marty. A new pizza place opens, and they sell all their pizzas for the same price. Whether it's plain cheese or meat lovers, the prices are averaged to all costs the same. doesn't matter the toppings. Do you think this is a viable business venture if it's a great tasting and popular pie? Can you read that again? Basically, he's asking a new there's a new pizza place opening. Okay. They offer their pizzas for the same price, no it, matter the topping. Is this a hypothetical? Or is this a real place? It's hypothetical. Okay. Sorry. There is a real place that does this though. Hunt Hunt Brother Pizza, like you can buy a gas station. I was just throwing it out there. <laughs> After I heard the question, I was like, they do that. Okay, so there's a new pizza place opening in our local town, whatever. All the pies are the same. Same price. No matter the toppings. Is this a good idea? Or are you? Or is it a good business venture? Or would you rather charge more for more toppings? You're probably going, I mean, people... You know, people like toppings, but they don't like paying extra money. So you're just offering it all for the same. You're probably losing, losing some, but you're you're still making money on your business. But you you could be making more if you had more toppings if you charge for it. Like if you go to any place, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, their you know meat lovers is way more expensive than pepperoni. I, I think, I think you're gonna if you're the pizza place, you're gonna lose money on that deal. Okay. Yeah. Think about how many people in Frankfurt love their warrior pizza. Everybody loves a good warrior. Right. Everything, pretty much. Mm-hmm. If a warrior pizza is the same price as a cheese pizza, I mean, who isn't going to order a warrior yeah. or a meat lovers or whatever? Mm-hmm. So Specialty pizza. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm i not about that. I would, I would at least upcharge a little bit for extra toppings yeah. or a toppings that are more expensive, you know? Banana peppers or onions or 
Right. No, I agree with you. I don't think it's a great idea. Yeah. I don't. I think we should just, you know, we're going to have to upcharge here. We're losing money. Yeah. Thanks for the question, Jordan. That's going to do it for us. That's the end of the show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We've got social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a follow. Our email is sipandservepod at gmail.com. Send in questions. Hey, guys, you guys can text us. 720-3537. That's the hotline. You don't have to leave a voicemail. Simply just text us anything you want. Uncle Buck, we appreciate the voicemail. For the love of Pete, somebody leave us a iTunes review. <laughs> have, have we? Has anybody ever re- reviewed us on iTunes? We've got, I don't know about the wording, but they, they've rated us five stars. Okay. But you're talking about actually leaving a review like, hey, these guys are awesome. I really enjoy the show. It doesn't even have to be that glowing. Just or These guys are kind of cool. I'm not sure yet. Two words. Decent podcast. That's it. <laughs> You don't even have to say it's a good podcast. <laughs> Decent podcast. Yeah. Somebody maybe may may see that and uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Whatever. I like it. Um trying to think what else I have to say to close the show. I just really appreciate it. You know, I appreciate people listening and uh I appreciate you having me here. It means a lot. You know, you've always been a good friend of mine and I don't tell you I don't tell you often enough how much I I just thank you. Thank you for letting me be here. Corey, thank you for letting me be your friend and thanks for being friends with me. And you do a hell of a job producing this show. We don't we don't talk about it enough. You're the man. Thank you. I love you guys. I love everyone. I love you all. I'm DG. I'm here. Wow, that was that was a great speech you gave there. I love you too. Of course, Kay, I love you too. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. Yeah.